Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On this Thursday morning, I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jake. And now let's head over to Venice, Louisiana, and let's check in with Captain Mike Jeffcoat. Mike, good morning. How are you, man? Oh, I don't know how I am. I'm here. That's all I like to say. Tired and hot and windblown? Windblown. That's, my God, where's this coming from? I don't know, man. Oh, boy. It is unbelievable. I mean, my guys yesterday ten thirty said, "Yeah, we had enough of this. I fished them three days." It gets hot over in Louisiana, man. That humidity and oh man. Well, you know, it, with this wind, we ain't got no humidity. I tell you, I mean, it was blowing thirty here yesterday. What out of the southwest or south yep. or what? Southwest. I mean, it's uh, it's twenty five you know, over here too. It's I guess it's blowing that way all the way from Mexico to. Florida. <laughs> I wish it decided to turn around. I mean, it even kind of dirtied the river back up yesterday. It blows hard against it, blowing in passes, you know, and the tide's hitting a high by, you know, 8 o'clock in most places, but it won't let it go out. I mean, it's just holding everything up. So, and, I mean, the fishing's good. Uh, the redfish and flounder are off the chart. And what little mm-hmm. bit of places we can trout fish, it's really good. I mean, we had an epic Tuesday topwater bite going on. And uh, honestly, I, one of the biggest trouts I've seen in a while, I'm, this trout probably seven, eight pounds. I mean, it smacked that topwater bait, <laughs> knocked it up in there about two foot. It, and when it was coming down, the trout jumped and ate it. And uh, got him hooked up and got him pretty close to the boat. And actually bent the hooks. Uh, he was throwing a, one of them mini whopper ploppers. First one I ever seen because I ain't ever really been a big fan of that bait. Yeah, but, them whopper stoppers has that spinning tail on it. Yeah, it was whopper plopper, not stopper, whopper plopper. Whopper, uh, stopper, yeah, plopper. Yeah, it, this one, <laughs> about two and a half inches. 
big as it is, and it it straightened the hooks on that thing. And uh, it was funny too. We had everything going on that morning, and Bull Reds was crashing stuff. Sharks was crashing. And then here come the jacks. And Coach said, what's that pushing at us? I said, about 15 jackerels. I said, I wouldn't recommend throwing that wobber flubber at them fish. He said, you know what? I got a spoon tied on. He put that one down and grabbed a spoon. I got about 20 yards of us. I said, well, throw the left of them and drag it in their face. And he did, and we was on. It was, as a matter of fact, I caught that fish on that spoon. So it's just, uh, but then the wind gets on us and picks up and uh, the pass I'm fishing him, trying to catch him trout on, it, it that wind comes right down it. And I mean, it's crab traps in the mouth of it and it just, them floats go to disappear and it goes going out so hard. And they said, man, that tide turned around that quick. I said, no, we ain't got no tide at all. Because I was sitting off to the side of it. I said, you see anything moving here where the boat's at? And he said, wow, that wind is doing that. I said, yeah, that wind, what little bit of river current we have. And uh, just have to get off that, then go back inside and go to red fishing and catching them flatties. So, but yesterday, the wind got so, so bad on everything. All of them drains I'm trying to fish, the wind is blowing it out of them drains and it's just it's uh well i've killed my trolling motor batteries three days in a row now really man Different. yeah like monday was the worst day and i'm talking by 12 30 my trolling motor just i hit spot lock it'd stop you and then you just sit there and watch it it just go falling back oh we're done guys so but these guys I had, uh, Cliff Brown, he owned Texas Marine out there in Colleen. He sold it, but uh, he was the bigger rank, biggest ranger dealer there was. And he told me, he said, man, you got to go to one of the lithium batteries. And uh, Yeah, you get more fact, reserve with them, but, man, <laughs> you're going to oh, pay no, the price. They're, well, they're not, as, they're not what they used to be. They're a third of what they were when they come out. Yeah, well, they're going to have to come down a lot. Plus, you got to, you know, replace your charging system too. Well, you don't have to. You can, you can, you can charge that battery off a standard charging system. But, I mean, you mean the uh, he showed me the plug-in charger you have in there now will work on one of those? I didn't think yeah. it would. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But no, you can. They have a charger that you can buy that hooks into your motor because once that, once your motor charges your battery up on your boat, that alternator shuts off on, on that motor. Yeah. But that charging system will pick that up and that alternator will kick back in. Gotcha. You never, you ain't got to worry about that battery after that. I mean, it's, it's, they've come a long way with that system and, I'm seriously thinking I'm going to have to, uh, you know, because with a river green now, and I don't, there's no future cast of that river coming back up and getting dirty. I'm going to be fishing that current. So uh, 
<laughs> do something. Everybody's going to it now here, though. Yeah. Everybody's having success with it. So, other than that, that's all I can tell you. Snappers, you know, offshore boats, that's all they can do right now, just about as do snapper fishing the last few days. I did see one boat come in with about 10 yellowfin yesterday, but Mr. They paid for that one. There's no way I'd have wanted to be offshore yesterday. No. Well, I tell you what, <laughs> I, I tell you what, I left the marina and uh, Brent Ballet was waiting on customers. And he hollered at me on the radio. He said, How's the river? I said, We're running down the west side. It's as slick as glass. I said, But there is probably 20 ships anchored on anchorage in the river right now, even a big container ship. And I went, something happened up river or something. I mean, why they've got the river shut down. But huh. then I heard that, well, then I heard it was because it was so rough out at the end. They couldn't, uh, the um, pilot boats was having problems with getting pilots in and off ships. And I heard, I don't know that's what it really was, but when we quit at 1030 and come back to the river, uh, all the ships were gone, so they had something. They had a hiccup of some type yesterday, and it was funny. Them ships were setting east to west on anchorage in the river. Right. That wind was blowing that hard out of the southwest. Goodness. Had them ships set parallel to the, I mean, nose at the west bank, back of the ship at the east bank. <laughs> Wild. Other than that, it's great. I mean, them flounder are just... I mean, I tried not to catch them, you know, and just stop and catch one. I'm going, this is crazy. I mean, I mean, somebody had 40-something day before yesterday. And red 40-something the flounder? Jeez. Yeah. And the redfish are the same way. Um... Uh, Tuesday, you know, Tuesday, we went out there and food with them trout, and I actually sight fished uh, some redfish before that wind got up too bad, and uh, then we come back into the river system, and I said, let's see if we can catch a lemon redfish, I said, all right, I pulled up on a grain, and I mean, I have a fish in my hand trying to get a hook out, dip net in my hand, trying to net one, and I mean, we caught 15, and seven, eight minutes. And I said, look, guys, I said, we ain't going to beat these fish up. I said, everybody can catch one more, and then we're leaving you. Yeah. Yeah, let's just go flounder fishing now. And I'm telling you, that was one of the best days I've had in a long time because I did not stop nowhere. Amazing. That I didn't catch, that I didn't catch redfish, too. It was just crazy. I, actually, I couldn't catch the flounder. We, I think we had 15 flounders, too. But i tell them where to throw, you know, where I knew them flounders be laying, throwing there and catch a redfish. Redfish or a black drum one. Man. So. But the problem then, yesterday, uh, Brandon Ballet, me and he was talking on the radio, and he said, man, it's a little different today. I said, yeah. I said, well, my finger mullet are gone. I can't find no finger mullet. He said, no, they're all in that river, I think. And I said, I believe you're right. Because these fish, I've been paying attention to them. They have started 
pulling to the river every day. Take a pass. Let's say you go out southeast pass. I was fishing halfway down southeast pass, catching them fish, and all them finger mullet were thick. Hmm. You go back the next day, it's like the Dead Sea. There's nothing there. Amazing. So you have to start moving back to the river. And when, when I was coming back up the river yesterday, I mean, I come out of the pass. I was on that east side. I come out, and it was brutal getting back across that river. But you get back yeah. on the west side, it's, you know, it's laid down because the direction of that wind. But from head of the passes all the way back to the marina was solid mullet jumping everywhere you looked. Oh, you got a mullet run going. They're coming in. Yep. And so it was just. We used to have those. <laughs> <laughs> used to. And, too, you know, we've got all the hats right now. I mean, i I seen some stuff yesterday right there by the marina. I stopped on the way in pretty close to the marina there in Grand Pass. And I seen some little fry getting chased and jumping out of the water and stuff. And only thing I could think, it might be uh, sun perch. That's uh, the only thing I could get in my mind that I was looking at. Right. You know, brown, which you know, it's all there. I mean, we catch a bass. Right. Yeah, it's all in flounder places. Yeah, it, because I I couldn't recognize it, but I know the seagulls are diving just everywhere on fry right now. All that wow. probably bogies. But then too, Brent Ballet said he stopped on some uh, uh, rain minnows yesterday, and I went really in the spring. I mean, in the summer, that's man, I, you know, that's the only fall time before that happens. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting times over here. Yeah, fishing the other day, I I was on some big glass minnows, you know. Really? Yeah, they were. Uh, I can't believe how big they are already. Man, just a few months ago, they were just little tiny fry looking things. Yeah, yeah. Well, well they're big how, now. Uh, they're. I mean, I'm talking three inch glass minnows. Wow. That's how the pogey fry is right now. Yeah. Man, I. There is so much pokey price on the real, and you know I don't, I don't know why them trout are not mashing on them. You know, we kept yeah, three so trout much yesterday. Food. Yeah, we kept three. Well, I actually kept three trout yesterday. They did, third day they didn't want to keep no fish that we caught yesterday morning. They was all three pounders, and. I cleaned them here at the camp when I come in. I couldn't believe how fat they were and how big the eggs were in them. I yeah. mean, their egg, the eggs are swole up, so we think to have another big run on these trout for this month. We are, too. Same thing over here, man. Same thing. All right, bud, I got to run, Mike. If somebody wants to call you about coming over, give them some info, my friend. 832-338-9376. Catch us on the web at RJ Hunting and Fishing. All right, stay cool and catch them up. I am. I'm off today, so I'm going to stay Oh, real good, cool. good for you. All right, buddy. I'm going to stay in this recliner probably all day. <laughs> Atta boy. <laughs> Get some gun smoke going. All right, there you man. Go. Hey, later. we'll see you, man. All right, later. All right, that's Captain Mike Jeffcoat over in Venice, Louisiana. And I need to tell everybody about the 34th Annual CCA Texas Star Tournament. It's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. Take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore 
and offshore divisions. 120 tagged redfish are swimming around in Texas inshore waters with other species to fish for inshore like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. And you can offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, lean, dolphin, and kingfish. All you have to do, go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. In the CCA Star Tournament, it's all brought to you by great sponsors like Mercury Marine, Shiner Bach, Hall Power Polaris, Texas Fish and Game Magazine, ABC 13, Cryptek, and Coastline Trailers, just to name a few. Again, go to startournament.org, call 713-626-4222, and sign up today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Thursday morning. It is 521 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go down G-Town Way, and uh, we're going to check in with a different plug this morning. We're going to talk Cameron Plog. Cam, <laughs> Baby what's plug. up, man? Morning, Captain Mickey. How you doing, bud? Little plug. What's up? <laughs> Little rat. The spawn of the rat. <laughs> it's all good. All good. Here, here in the G-Town, man, sitting on the dock, having a cup of coffee. Yeah. Just, uh, just making a plan, going to make a list, do some, do some oil changing, do some checking. Check some stuff out. We're back here in Galveston. Got the the big the big boat, the sixty two, back here, and uh, just been plucking out a little at a few snapper and, and 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 fishing with Dad a little bit. Going fishing with James some, you know. That's it. That's what we've been doing. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, nothing wrong with that, buddy. Yeah. It's how uh, you been? Oh, I can't complain. It's all good. It's That's uh, right. at least right. we had a good little run of weather. Yeah, we did, man. How was uh, how was your offshore adventures during that uh, good stretch? And man, it was it was awesome, Mickey. We were we were doing some tournament fishing on this sixty two. We we went we moved the boat to Grand Isle, fished a little bit out of there, and moved the boat to Orange Beach and fished a little bit out of there. And uh, you know, for us on the Viking, the the fishing was uh, pretty slow. Actually, we caught a handful of marlin over there not it wasn't just red hot but right it looks like once we like about around like the beginning of june there we brought the boat back here to the big boat back here to galveston to do some snapper fishing and it seems like the marlin fishing and, and the offshore stuff turned on for the for for the people that that stayed over there right there was some pretty big catches in that mississippi gulf coast billfish classic and uh, I think there's another tournament this weekend that they moved because of bad weather, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to get some choppy weather again out of Orange Beach because it, it looks like uh, over there it looks like four four foot, uh, you know, four foot offshore in that uh, Mississippi Delta area. So you know, uh, they they moved the tournament. So they could try to get it on a better weekend, and they're gonna—it's gonna be rough anyway. So right. Well, that's that's tournament fishing, brother. <laughs> that's it. That's it. If you're gonna be dumb, you better be tough. Yeah, that uh, that uh, classic. Didn't they? Didn't they have a fish close to 700 pounds weighed in that one? Man, there was a few. They they, they weighed a couple of real nice ones. Uh, uh, I think first place was 
723. Yeah. It was a 723-pound marlin. And one, one team did real good. They caught a 580-pound a marlin, and they also had a 200-pound tuna. So that's that's one way to go over there and sweep the competition. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. It's still a little breezy. You know, I think uh, I think Dad was rolling early this morning. Everybody's I saw that. He texted early. me and said, call Cam, said, I'm already rolling. And that was like 10 to 5. I'm going, man, where is he going this early? Rolling, Goodness. man. Rolling, rolling. I don't know. You know, there's no telling what kind of bag of tricks JP's got for today. Boy, there ain't no telling. That's uh, <laughs> Count me out, man. I, I, uh, I gotten lazy in my old age. I'll, I'll run out at daylight. Especially well, on weekdays. There ain't nobody out there. No, the unless he's got a Yeah, unless he's got a, you know, before daylight bite going. I don't know if it's that good of a bite, but I hey, I could tell fishing wasn't any good this week just by scrolling through Facebook. There was no dead fish pictures. I mean No nothing. dead book, man. No dead yeah. book, brother. <laughs> man, it's hard to it's you know, just the weather was good, and then that now it's now it's chopped up on us. So yeah, we got a curveball out of this one, or a changeup, something. Wouldn't be good. Uh, probably wouldn't be too good uh, L and H weather, but hey, it was for <laughs> it was for a while there. So yeah, it was. <laughs> Man, I saw a video the other day of an eighty-something or maybe a ninety-foot Viking. It was. They had that on Facebook. I'm looking at that boat, and I'm just going, wow. And it showed the stateroom and all the cabins. It had like five cabins in it with restrooms. And, I mean, I said, what a boat, man. It was oh, the so equipment, sweet. The equipment on these things is crazy. The, the power that the engines produce, I mean, they're on this boat, the, the 62 that, that we're on here, it's got a 1900 MTUs each side. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's pushing 33 knots at cruise, you know, for this big old boat. And it's got everything. It's got the gyro, which people can't even, you don't even want to go out there if you don't have a gyro because that stabilizes the boat, man. You go out there and it's a little choppy and you got this big old thing spooled up and boom, push a button. Next thing you know, it's like you're standing on the concrete. It's That's flat. Right. It, Isn't that it's something incredible, how that gyro man. system works in these boats? It, it spins so fast. It's like holding a bicycle tire and then spinning it, you know, with the spokes of a tire and uh-huh. then spinning it and then and then wiggling it back and forth. That's what it's like. The, the I don't know if it's inertia that makes it that makes it do that, but man, it's a game changer. You know, everybody wants a, a gyro, whether it's big boat, little boat, medium sized boat gotta have a gyro yeah that that's uh pretty cool i think that boat i was looking at that video on it it was like the power plants in it had two of them like 2200 horsepower or something each and, uh, 38 knots cruising speed i'm going man what a beast it's a beast it's a beast these boats i mean they could take some serious waves they can take some we got in some nasty stuff I mean, you're always dodging a bullet out there in the Gulf, it seems like, you know, uh, whether you're right. in a tournament or not. Uh, 
you, you constantly have to watch the weather and uh, the like the more crazy equipment are is just this the internet you know having having satellite internet on the boat was something that people <laughs> never had before you know and right. with starlink and having a having that satellite internet at your fingertips we're watching just our normal apps and stuff on our phone you Isn't know amazing? you got you got facetime audio so there i mean there should be no questions anymore, you know. I mean, you've no. got all the information you want right there at your fingertip. You know Crazy. that that Starlink deal, and then and then to to add to the mix, you, you got the the side scan sonar and all the other bottom machines and transducers. These things are all they're all built. They're all killing machines, you know. Go out there and and, and catch big fish. You know that's what that's what it, that's what they're designed to do. Mm-mm-mm. Amazing. A lot of stuff. I got a buddy over there in uh in fishing the Big Rock tournament in North Carolina. They caught a fish on Monday, which was the first marlin brought in. Weighed four hundred and seventy pounds, and the weather over there has been terrible. And the boats pick and choose which days they fish. And uh, there's a marlin right now that's worth two point nine million bucks for one fish right now. Right now, right right now, they got a couple. They got today. Some boats are fishing today, and some boats will fish tomorrow. But yeah, it's crazy just the amount of. So if that fish holds, that's worth two point seven. Two point nine million. Two point nine, crazy. Yep, and there was there was two (laughs) over. 230 boats i want to say in the in the competition that's and they're big. all fishing and they're all fishing in less than favorable conditions always seems like if there's a tourney it's going to be bad weather you said it right there man i that it happens every time almost 90 percent of the time i'd say Trout fishing, marlin fishing. It, it doesn't matter. Fishing. Crappie tournament, catfish <laughs> tournament, it don't matter. If it's a tournament, we're going to pull weather, man, always. And one thing is everybody got everybody's dealt the same conditions, you know. Everybody well, that's true. Everybody has the same chance of blowing up when they leave the dock. All these engines, I mean, nobody's guaranteed to make it out, I mean, other than just being on top of all your maintenance and stuff, but man, you could have a, some sort of failure at any time. You know? Right. So everybody's everybody's dealt the same conditions, the same chance of having something break, the same weather, the same fishing conditions. So that's what uh, you know. Uh, if you can go out there and have all your stuff together, keep the boat running, have good bait, and you can go out there and have a chance at, at competing for a fish. One fish, it's worth couple hundred thousand dollars yeah that uh that'll get you well real quick hey cameron you got time to hang on and talk just a little bit more in the I'm, next I'm segment hanging, man it's all, all good. right I'm well well hang with me and uh, i'll come back after this commercial break break i'll be right keep, back keep, with keep, you buddy come on, baby. all right man well you know texan roofing they're the people i trust texan roofing covers houston and surrounding areas and texan roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair our replacement and Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau A plus rating with no complaints ever, and they're certified to give the best leak free warranties in the business. And Texan Roofing 
Well, they found that the majority of jobs they do, they offered lower prices and beat the competition's quality and warranty. And along with their honest roof inspections and A-plus management, these are reasons to call Texan Roofing. And if you tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show, Tim and all his staff, they'll work with you directly and do a really fine job. Call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600. That's 281-391-9600. Or look them up at texanroofing.com. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Captain Mickey for Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And when you go by Boyd's, check out all their quality live bait. If you're looking for quality bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. Check them out firsthand at the store. They have their, all their bottles and regulators and diffusers on display. And if you need more info, call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. While you're there, check out our, all their wild-caught guff seafood. No farm braise at Boyd's. And uh, with crawfish season still hanging on, check Boyd's, you know, check their availability. Go to boydsonestop.com, or you can uh, call them at 409-945-4001. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 537 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go back and talk some more with Cameron Ploggs down in G-Town. All right, Cameron, we're back, buddy. All right, man. Thanks for having me back, man. Hey, it's a, it's always a pleasure to get you on, man. I don't get to talk to you much anymore. And, uh, man, it's uh, after you graduated from college, I mean, I, you've been on boats all your life and everything, but, I mean, you've been hitting it hard now offshore doing all this offshore stuff for how long now since you got out of college well shoot man I, you know we went we, i got to go to a&m galveston and got out of there in 2015 2016 right. i think that was that was the year and uh you know ever since that year we went and i, I went and traveled down to costa rica and, and started fishing down there and have been able to go back down there for the last five six years and fish the seasons down there and get real familiar with catching sailfish and marlin you know that's right. the, that's the main target species down there so and really it's just circle hook fishing you know that's what i was telling our some of our snap our, our guys going for snapper fishing circle hook fishing for billfish sailfish marlin and what we're doing here in the gulf is circle hook fishing the same anywhere in the world, whether you're fishing in Cabo for striped right. marlin, sailfish in Costa Rica. And if you're fishing here with us, trying to fish for snapper, you know, we fish with circle hooks. Unless you're fishing with a jig and, and you got a circle hook. And I tell people the idea with the circle hook is, is to let the fish take the bait. And then you have to free spool it momentarily while the fish takes the bait and then use one hand or the other to slowly push the drag up and slowly right. pushing slowly pushing the drag up is what 
sets the hook. I tell people, don't press your thumb on this spool. That's no. not what sets the that's not what sets the hook. With a circle hook, pushing the drag to strike is what sets the hook and the fish swimming away. If you try right. to set the hook with a circle hook like you're jig fishing, you 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 you, you rip the, the bait out of the fish's mouth almost every time. Because right. trout, snapper, dolphin, wahoo, they all have teeth. And when you're trolling, they, they, they eat the bait from behind. And I, I try to I explain this to all my – everybody that's coming and we're fishing with circle hooks with the live bait for snapper, man, you want to let them – you want to hit the bottom and then let them put it back in free spool. Take the slack out and put it back in free spool once you hit the bottom and wait for the fish to bite it and take the bait. If you don't let them take the bait, you rip it out of their mouth every time. And, and especially with, like, sailfish and marlin, they don't have any teeth. So the only way they know how to take the bait is to swim up behind it, bat it with their bill, and then they actually catch it between their upper and lower bill. They hold it momentarily, and then they swim off with it. And then as they swim off with it, they manipulate the bait in their mouth so they can eat it head first because they don't have teeth. They can't just right. can't just chomp it up. So they have to whack it, grab it, and then take off with it, and then you push the yeah, drag up in. slowly yeah. when, when, you, when they start to take off. But it, we call it dog bone, and they grab the bait, and they dog bone it because they don't <laughs> have teeth. They don't right. have teeth, so they can't chop it up. And if they if they eat it, no no billfish or marlin or sailfish ever just eats the bait. Like they never just inhale the bait. They right. always, no matter how big or small, whack it and grab it and then take off with it. So like live bait fishing for marlin, you know the bigger the bait is, and with a circle hook, the longer you want to feed it so that mm. the fish has enough time to grab it swim off with it, manipulate it in his mouth, and take it and eat it head first. They eat that tuna head first, so it slides right into their stomach, and then you slowly push the drag up, and, you know, I don't go to full strike right away. You know, always just ease your drag up slow, you know, to, to 10, 12, 14 pounds, then to 18 pounds of drag. And then if it's rolling at 18 pounds, you can go ahead and push your drag up to 20, 24 pounds. And you're, that is what sets the hook with the circle hook, not, right. not jerking the rod back. But, but it, I just tell everybody, because most a lot of people haven't had the experience fishing with circle hooks. But no. whether you're fishing for snapper or, or uh, you know, even tarpon, we fish circle hooks for tarpon too, and we're not setting the hook. We're just bowing to the king and letting the fish take the bait, and then you don't really set the hook. You know, once he's got it, you can kind of kind of you just come yeah tight. you just come tight and let the uh, hook do the work, skip through his mouth till it grabs a you know and twist in the way that circle hook works. Yeah, and that's right. If he whatever way he's going, hold your rod tip the opposite way because that's what gives you the best chance of having that hook come out of the corner of his mouth and. And find the find the hinge, you know. Right. Tarpon are a little harder because they got that messed up mouth. They got that old bucket mouth. But 
and it takes a pretty big garbage can liner. <laughs> oh man, it's like yeah. a Yeti bucket, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and you better have some drag to penetrate that. But with those sailfish, we use these little thin hooks, and it only takes about five, six pounds of drag to to bam get that hook to sit in there, and uh, right. just you know let them have it. So that's just experience with circle hooks and doing it for a while that you know you could take away from going snapper fishing or going tarp you know circle hook fishing is circle hook fishing all over the world and you can if you if you know what how the fish bite you have a better understanding of of how of how to catch them and I just say that because the other day we had a bunch of young kids come out on the on the 62 for the for the first time and, man, you know, them kids listen so well, Mickey. You get them in a corner yeah. and you tell them, hey, man, look, this is what we're doing. Explain it to them. And you go out there and, and then you, do, you don't have any mess-ups. Nobody gets tangled up. Nobody gets hooked in the wheels. All these kids are doing – they're all hooking their own fish. And, and, and that's the takeaway, you know. Anybody can drop down there and hook up and hand the rod off. But having these young kids drop down there with the circle hook – whether it's dead bait, live bait, it don't matter, and, and, and get the bait to the bottom and then let the fish take the bait and push the drag up and get tight. You know, you can, you can use that concept anywhere in the world. You can take that circle hook concept and fish. Like I said, you can go to Mexico. You can go to sure. Alaska and fish with circle hooks for halibut, and it's basically the same way. You know, you got to let them have it. And then push the drag up. And don't set the hook. Just slowly come tight. Oh. And then, then a, if you can do that, on a you snapper can note, uh, uh, that uh, snapper it was weighed in in Matagorda last week at twenty nine eleven. That's going to be a tough one to beat, isn't it? Man, I think so. I told Preston about that guy catching the twenty nine. <laughs> it's a big one. That, that's that's a, that's a toad. That's a real one right there. <laughs> yeah, that's a real fish. Man, you got to go look for him. You know, you got to mm. go. You got to go on the hunt for that fish. But just yeah. like all of them, man, you got to go on the hunt for all that stuff. Right. Got to put your nose down and get that tail wagging and and just go hunt. You know, no no fences here. Right. So, <laughs> and that's that, what's uh, tough about those marlin. You know, they ain't they're not they ain't swimming around in a pen out there. You know, they go up and down, and there's feed times and bite times uh, and and man you really got to pay attention to all that stuff to have the most to make the most success out of a out of a trip you know especially when you don't mm-hmm. have a lot of time and you better you, you better plan it accordingly to maximize your opportunities uh, but the yeah, water was real pretty man that good water moved in here real, real close and you know that first week of snapper season, people were doing real good. A lot of kingfish, a lot of big snapper being caught. The cobia showed up. I mean, everybody showed up. Right. Some 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 scattered reports of tarpon on the beachfront, which we haven't got to go do, which we haven't got to do yet. But it's coming. It's coming. Uh, James got the James got the twenty five whaler all tricked out. That trolling motor, souped up trolling motor. Uh, we, we, we did some stuff with the bottom machine and and so we're going to be ready for we're going to be ready for tarpon fishing all august september it's going to be good man oh, we can get man. some more good weather like that 
That's all we need. Weather windows, man. That makes all when you're playing in the Gulf, you got to have these weather windows, and you got to take advantage of them when you get them, man. Well, you better be ready. You better be sitting on G waiting on a hoe. <laughs> That's it, dog. Because they ain't well, gonna wait on you. Well, I always enjoy talking to you, man. We need to quit being strangers so much, and I need to get a hold of you more because you're very knowledgeable and uh, you oh, put out good, man. valuable information to listeners. And but uh, if somebody well, hey, wants to call, call you from the Elon next time, Mickey, I'll have to what? call you when we're offshore. We'd be yeah. black tunas right now. We'd be just getting ready to slide a bait out right now as we speak. Coffee, bibs. Get all your your tuna stuff on, catching all your live bait. This is this is this is the the witching hour right here, man. Something always. You got happens. it, brother. Well, <laughs> hey, man, it's always a pleasure talking to you, Cameron. If somebody wants to give you a call, give your number out if you want to. Man, y'all, anybody can call me anytime for anything fishing information. I can hook you up. Whatever y'all want to know. Four zero nine seven seven one seven three three two is my number. Call me anytime. Good luck, right, everybody buddy. out there on the water this morning, man. Stay All right, safe. Cameron. Careful, catch them up. Come tight, All baby. Right, Come tight. Come See on, you, man. man. All right, later. All right, that's Captain Cameron Plog down in G-Town. Now let's run up to uh, Sam Rayburn. Let's check in with Mr. Randy Deerman this morning. Hey, Randy, how you doing, bud? Hey, Captain Mick, how are you this morning? Oh, I'm percolating. What's up with you? Hot. <laughs> it's been Sam a little warm, hasn't it? Well, I mean, to tell you, God, it's hot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, did it used to get this hot, or are we just getting Yeah, it's old? just we're getting older, man, and it just feels <laughs> worse. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I caught some real good bass Monday. Uh, did you? We we bass fished Monday and Tuesday. Uh, uh, didn't catch them Tuesday, but we caught them Monday. We had one. Right at eight, another a little over seven, four-pounder, and, you know, just, just some fish. It, it's weird, you know. We caught them all on big worm, 10-inch worm, you know, 25-foot of water and uh, brush piles. But uh, right broke broke off another one I think was, I know was, you know, big. I don't know how big, but he was big. Couldn't get him out, out of them trees down there, but... Uh, Other than that, uh, yesterday, you know, we, we crop fished, and uh, that wind got up. Did y'all have a bunch of wind down there? Oh, yeah, it was 25 all day, man. Yeah. I, I, I said, man, I mean, I had waves splashing up over the front of my pontoon. Man. We yeah, that's bumpy. We kind of finally kind of threw the towel in. Uh, you know, it's so rough out there, you couldn't. Couldn't hardly hold on a pile. You went back in the creek to try and try and get out of it. It's so hot back in there. You couldn't breathe. So we uh, uh, we ended. We didn't we didn't catch him that good yesterday. I don't know what the deal was. Just uh, I'm gonna blame it on on the hot sun and uh, and strong well, that wind. wind and conditions. Yeah, it makes a difference, man. Yeah. If you can't hold and stay on top of your stuff, and that's just it makes it tough, man. Yeah, I mean we we had about about twenty five fish. It's pretty tough, you know. I mean some nice nice size crappie, but you know right. we need enough to kind of fill the box up. Well, 
That's uh, I know the game you're playing. I seen you operate firsthand up there, and uh, that kind of win. I, I don't know how y'all do it. it makes it real yeah. tough. I think it's gonna blow again today. I don't know if somebody said it was. I need you look. Yeah, it's uh, well, it kind of came down during the night. When I went to bed, it was still pumping pretty good, but it uh, it came down quite a bit. See what we're blowing down here right now. Yeah, we're uh, we're anywhere from seven to fourteen, which uh, you know that's yeah. doable. That's better. That's better oh, than yeah. that twenty five, man. It's yeah. uh, you know, south like southwest. Little, I, I really like a little wind, you know. If you got anything under seven, eight miles an hour, it helps you hold the boat right and right. You know, that that old tracks it's gonna it's gonna head dead in the wind and uh you just kinda sit there when it's when it's not blowing that they've got a spot lock, it wants to drift off here and there and all of a sudden it'll move back over the but you get get you a nice little nice little light wind. It'll just hold it just as steady as can be. Well, hopefully uh, you won't have as much wind to contend with this morning. Yeah, we had a yesterday morning too. I kind of I was kind of wondering what was going on uh, when I was walking down the dock after I parked my truck. Uh, and mayflies were everywhere. Yeah, Everywhere. big hatch. Yeah, big mayfly hatch. And I think when they do that, they'll probably feed a lot, feed most of the night. But uh, Right, the brim, crappie, all that, they jump on them, man. Yeah. Especially around you any know, kind of lights. I don't know why they, yeah, I don't know why they call them mayflies because I don't ever see them until June. But this is well, <laughs> well, June bugs come in March and April around here. <laughs> anyway. All right, well, Randy, hey, if somebody wants to call you about coming up and fishing with you at Rayburn, how they get a hold of you, buddy? Hey, 936-328-0864. Have a good get Mick. Hey, you too, Randy. Thanks for the report. See you, bud. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 